Welcome back to Home Gastronomics. Today we're touching on something that we saw on Facebook. Be part of the show by dropping us a message or an email. If you send an audio file, it may even make it on the air. Consider becoming a patron for a small monthly donation which helps pay our bills. It would be mighty awesome of you. Check out the show notes for links to get you where you want to go. And now, on with the show. So today we're talking about something that a good friend of mine, Jen, from over at Epbot on Instagram, posted on Facebook. It was a video about food hacks that show up in, on Facebook and YouTube and Instagram and all of those. And it was funny because the video went through and broke down how much of a fake and those videos are and how they don't really work the way that they're saying, which I thought was very interesting after watching the whole video and, and they have a food scientist on there and breaking down, okay, this is actually not how food works. And, oh, well, if you do this, and it's like, no, chemically, that food does not actually do that. You know, the ovens scientifically don't work that way. But these food hack videos that are all over the place get millions of clicks and get so much attention. And I'll say my friend Jen said it. She's guilty of loving them. I'm guilty of watching them, too. That they're... They're so fun, but I've never thought to try and actually reproduce what they're doing. They're fun to watch, and and they come up with beautiful things. But when A plus B does not equal C, you really begin to wonder. And it kind of makes me think what level people are going to go to to try to get food. And, you know, it's so much easier to actually do something right and give that little bit of extra effort in making something pretty and you can get the exact same thing that they're getting. Now, don't get me wrong. Food hacks are a thing. Uh, there's, there's plenty of them that you learn in the industry that I want to share with you. That's why we're doing this podcast and you learn them and it's like, Hey, this is an easier way of doing this. So you can find those food hacks. You just have to be careful of exactly what they're doing. The biggest one that I thought was funny in, in this video was, they showed that one of the food hacks was making a homemade flan in a milk carton. And you put all the ingredients in a milk carton and then throw it in the microwave. And the the ho- the person doing this video was like, yeah, we tried it. And the milk carton doesn't even fit in the microwave. So it's not possible to do this. And you, you look at that and go, wow, what, huh? So... You got to watch out for that kind of thing. But in the real world, food hacks might be something like making whipped cream. You whipped cream and you whisk. You just whisk heavy cream with a little bit of sugar for for added sweetness. 
maybe some vanilla for flavor. Boom, whipped cream. There you go. You just whisk it. Unfortunately, you're using a hand whisk and it takes forever. And by the time you're done, your wrist is is tired and you're you're walking around with, with your hand just hanging there because it's so tired and worn out from whisking. Hey, what's the food hack? That's what a KitchenAid is for or a stand mixer. Throw that cream in there, crank it on high, and wham, 30 seconds, you've got great whipped cream made at home. That's a food hack. That's something that makes it easier to produce what you want to produce. And it makes it so much better than going out and buying, you know, pre-made whipped cream or, you know, the, the spray whipped cream that is probably horrible for you in, in actuality from the store or the, the tubs of, of whipped cream, store brand whipped cream, which is really just most likely hydrogenated something or other, not actually whipped cream. So making nice fresh whipped cream at home is amazing and it really does so much for you. Uh, Other things, you know, looking and saying, hey, what's a food hack? Food hack is instead of cooking this in a 350 degree oven, you're going to get better results cooking it in a 300 degree oven. It seems like such a small thing, but that's a food hack. The things that you learn that we learn either in the industry or when you're doing something long enough that makes it easier to produce that great quality, good looking food. So food hacks are a thing and I think they're very valuable. Just make sure you research it before you do it. You take a hold everything with a grain of salt. Don't, don't just say, well, gosh, he said it. Corey said it, so it must be right. Well, I speak from some experience, but that doesn't always mean I'm right. And a lot of cooking is opinions also. You know, it's very difficult to look and say, hey, here's this dish. Oh, well, it's good, but it needs more salt. Okay, you say it needs more salt. I think it's salty as anything. Because people have different tastes for salt and people have different flavor profiles that they like and you know i might like something that you hate you might like something that i really don't care for and there's nothing wrong with that but it's opinion it's all a matter of opinion and so much of cooking is a matter of opinion so you really got to look and say what one person's food hack is would be another person's normal way of doing things and I actually got into a conversation with with someone earlier today talking about that, saying, hey, I'm going to do an episode on food hacks. And we were like, well, we don't really use food hacks. And I'm like, yeah, it, it, everything I do is just how I learned to do it. Either, you know, from my mom, from being in the industry, whatever. It's This is how I learned how to do these things. And they might be food hacks, but I don't know that they're food hacks. It's just how I learned. So as you learn different things and learn from different people, 
that's where you come up with the food hacks. Otherwise, enjoy your day, guys. Now on to something else. So we're also going to talk about meringue. Meringue is a light and fluffy ingredient used in baking. It is created by whipping egg whites and sugar, usually with an acidic ingredient to stabilize it, to stiff peaks. Since we were talking about food hacks today, here's a real food hack for you. When you're using eggs for anything in baking, a lot of times you want them to be room temperature. Well, if you just take the eggs out and sit them on the counter, it can take a very long time for them to get up to room temperature from the refrigerator. You figure your refrigerator is about 30 degrees, you know, 30, 34 degrees. Room temperature is about 70 degrees. So that can take 30 minutes to an hour. And if you're trying to do something on a schedule, you might not have that amount of time. So food hack, take some room temperature water in a little bowl and put your eggs in the bowl. It'll speed up the process, usually about... 10 minutes or less to get those eggs to room temperature. This is because water is such a great conductor of temperature. There you go. Now that's something you know. That wraps up our episode about food hacks. I'm glad you tuned in. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Home Gastronomics or on Twitter at TheChefChewy. Follow us there for all kinds of fun notes and photos. We're adding iHeartRadio and TuneIn to the outlets that carry the show. Put up a sweet five-star review where you get your podcasts to help our exposure. You can also tell your friends about the show. Remember, we have a YouTube channel. Search for Home Gastronomics and subscribe so you get all the videos as soon as I can produce them. Don't forget about our patron program. A small donation goes a long way and there are some nice benefits too. Anyone can send us questions or topic ideas. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks, and may the food be with you.